I'm an outlaw, got an outlaw chick. From a Tupac on my outlaw shit. Matching taxes, ink don't come off. Even if rings come off and things ring off. My nails get dirty, my past ain't pretty. My lady is, my Mercedes is. My baby mama harder than a lot of you niggas. Keep it 100, hit the lottery niggas. You ain't about that life, ain't got a lot of me nigga. You know it's to the death, I hope it's Ivy the niggas. Uh, cross the line. Speak about mine, I'm a way to tell. I'm a geek about mine, such a nigga wears red bags. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I'm not good. What? <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Julie. I'm Diana. And I'm Miliana. And we are Rulo Fam. Girl band. <laughs> uh, we're excited to have everyone here today. Um, and before we get into our topic, I <laughs> want to tell you guys a quick story of something that happened to me yesterday, completely unrelated to what we're going to talk about today. So I went to a bar. Um, a lady walks into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was already there. Um, so I don't know if you guys ever heard of a drink or a shot called a blowjob. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah. Oh, damn it. This is going to be funny then. No, oh. I mean, I feel like I've heard of it vaguely, but I don't. So I didn't know what was going on. The girl next to me was doing it. What? No. <laughs> sounds horrible. She ordered a blowjob shot, right? So it's like a little shot glass on top of like this other glass. And the bartender, like with whipped cream, she draws a penis and like the two balls. <laughs> so pretty much what the person has to do is like lick all the whipped cream, go all the way up the cup, which is so unsanitary. And then with your mouth, obviously no hands, you put the take the shot like did with you your whole mouth. I did not do it. No, oh. the girl next to me did it. But I was very the bar was full and she did it like in front of everybody. I'm like, girl. And she, she just licked strong. the whole thing up, took the shot, threw it back, and then put the shot glass about. back. Threw it back. About, yes, no hands. Wow. wow. Cues, look, ma, no hands. <laughs> like, Absolutely she literally not. threw it back. I was like, oh, I'm never ordering one of those. That is I've seen that. behind I've closed it, doors. But I've definitely seen it happen. I'm just like, first of all, I didn't know like, that was a menu item. Yeah. I was about to say, first of all, first of all, <laughs> you will never, ca- first of all, I don't even drink. Second, you will never you catch do me doing anyways. that. <laughs> You're right. I hate you so much. All right, anyways, let's get into it. So today we're going to be talking about baggage, not the traveling kind. <laughs> um, let's talk about sharing your partner. Okay. Sherry. <laughs> I, that sounds very... <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so sharing your partner. So what do you guys think? All right, so at what point do you tell your baby mother <laughs> or your baby father... That you want to introduce the children to your significant other. Scenario. Just a scenario. Scenario. Yeah. Got it. Yes, because I've never lived this before. <laughs> um, like, put yourself, I guess, in that in, in that position. Because I, I could talk about it. Oh, we know. Oh, I could talk about it. <laughs> Ladies and gents, this pod is... <clears throat> Specifically for Diana. Diana's <laughs> lifestyle. Um, I think when it's time, the... It's going to be so, like, mouthy to say, like, baby father and baby mother. I'm a girl, so I'm going to just say baby father. Um, I feel like when it's time to tell the... Well, no, because technically I'm talking about my kids. Girl! <laughs> I'm trying to put it in perspective for me. Okay, so if I had a kid, right, and 
it was time for my baby father to meet my significant other and like i feel like there's no specific time frame as to when to do it i think it's just when the when they feel ready to yeah <clears throat> yeah <laughs> i'm just trying to put like everything in like my perspective as well because obviously i'm going through it for like so so for those who don't know my boyfriend has two kids um and me and my boyfriend have been together two and a half years i believe um so i didn't officially meet his kids i think until we were like i think a little less than a year and i think it was mostly like just getting to know them um i don't know if at that time is when his baby mother knew about me because i don't feel like they don't like they don't have that relationship i don't know um but I think that we first started off as like just introducing Diana as Diana, like the like, you know, oh this is my friend okay. Diana, like you know, just like he has any other friends, like oh this is my my friend Diana, um oh and then he'll ask like oh do you guys want to hang out with Diana again? So I feel like that's how we slowly started transitioning my role as his girlfriend onto the kids. What if they said no about hanging out with you again? <laughs> kids are brutal. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> see diana again it's just like oh why what did i do but yeah i feel like um there i feel like there should be a specific point and i feel like that specific point should be when you both know how serious you guys want to be in a relationship yep um i feel like kids overall are very um they're very crucial in a relationship um, there shouldn't be just like two like people that you just introduce because at the end of the day, if this is a person that you want to have a long term relationship with, then you want to make sure that you're bringing that onto your children, not just a random person. Like, okay, here, okay, bye. Or having or, them meet too many people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what's that TikTok? It's like another one. Thank you, another one. Thank you. Have you never, never seen it? But no. yeah, it's like we can cut that out. But. <laughs> Essentially, it's like, yeah, you just want to have a consistent person in the kid's life, but it's how you introduce them, I think, is something that's really, like, important. And I think you guys should also be on the same page prior to you even meeting the kids. Like, let it be known where you guys stand in this relationship, what your expectations are, what you want Mm -hmm. before you bring a kid into the mix. Yeah, and I also think that I think, I think when you're introducing already someone else to your equation that you have with like already set, mm-hmm. I feel like that throws off a lot. I mean, like, I think you're being introduced now to not only two people, but now introducing someone else into your relationship. Like that's what I meant to say. And I feel like it it's that's when finding balance is hard. Yeah. And like with my experience at least, like I know that um lately not lately i don't want to say lately but i feel like the last year or so obviously me and my boyfriend have gotten like a lot more serious like we live together and stuff and now it's not always just like me and him it's Mm -hmm. now me him and And the the kids. kids and then now like you know he has them pretty much like almost every day if not six days a week then like at the minimum like four days a week he has them so they're a part of your routine so they're a part of our routine and like i obviously wasn't in that moment ready for that but obviously like i i love my boyfriend and, like i love the kids so i you know i gladly accepted it but i just feel like that throws off 
our like original routine that we have. Like, you know, there's sometimes where like on the weekends I can't plan anything because it's like, oh, you know, he has the kids, you know, and I try my best to be as involved with him and the kids but then there's sometimes like the weekends where he has the kids it's like hey like i want to do something this weekend you know like let's go out let's do this let's do that and like finding a balance for our time and then time as a family and then his time with the kids like you can only do so much and i feel like sometimes he's so stretched out Mm -hmm. and then there's sometimes where i feel like i'm just like i'm trying my best to find a good balance between our relationship his relationship with the kids and a relationship with himself because he doesn't have that and trying to balance who to give more time to which one which relationship is lacking that extra time Mm -hmm. because you don't want to lose touch with any of those relationships i don't and like i just feel like this last week i mean this last year has really like tested us a lot when it comes down to like you know I want attention too, mm-hmm. but I also know that I can't be selfish with all of it. Like, okay, I know I understand that you have two kids as well, that you have to legit dedicate your time completely. So that's been a rough patch trying to find balance. It's not impossible, but it's not something that's always easy, as some people make it seem, especially because they're not my kids. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it harder. I think it'd be easier if you're dating somebody that is a parent and they're not as present in their child's life. Yeah, but I wouldn't want that. No, clearly. But I'm just saying based off of what I've seen. I guess you need to find a balance between like, and I mean, I I feel like I'm pretty selfish with like time, but I feel like you need to find a balance between wanting the person to be present for their kids, but also wanting the person to be present for you. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, it's like what Diana just said, like, and you said, Ileana, oh, you know, what if he's not so present in his kid's life? But like then that's going to make you look at him different. Like, damn, why aren't you there for your kids? But in the same token, you're like, no, like, why aren't you there for me? So I feel like it's, I don't know. You kind of have to put yourself in that person's shoes to be able to determine whether they're doing the right thing by balancing their time or not. It's just hard. Like, I know for me it it was hard. and It still is hard. But, like, for example, like, you know, when he has the kids, right? Like, you know, I'm in my room and he's, like, playing with the kids in, like, the living room. Like, whatever. But, like, what if we just had a fight, right? And like you know, I'm the type and they're of person. all in your house. Exactly, exactly. And I was like, and, and I was like, I just want to talk about it, you know. And then like, obviously, I can't be like, Juan, come over here right now. We have to talk about it. It's like, that's hard. Especially and, and if the kids are at an age where they can understand the conversation. Exactly, and it's just like, uh, and like obviously that doesn't that doesn't happen or it hasn't happened in a long time. Thank God, because I feel like we definitely communicated way better. But I feel like for those who like are still new to this, like. It's just, it's very difficult trying to balance out your relationship and also trying to balance out a relationship that you also build with your kids. It's like two different relationships. The relationship that you have with your boyfriend and then a relationship that you have with now your relationship with your boyfriend and with the kids. And at some point, they merge into one relationship because you're not only in a relationship with your partner, you're in a relationship with everything that comes with Exactly. Baggage and all. Mm -hmm. Baggages. No, but... (laughs) And then, like, you know, and, and then you really ask yourself and I, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in like obviously I'm in this position but I always try to put myself also in Juan's position and like sometimes you really have to sit down and you just be like okay then who should get more time mm-hmm. you know and the kids like it's, if it's hard exactly but that's the, <laughs> you know that's the that's that's the answer that you ha- that, that you give like the kids obviously mm-hmm. will always get the time but then I think as a partner you feel neglected and I felt neglected so the person so has many to find the ways to include you and you have to think, if it's hard for you, mm-hmm. imagine for the person 
that you're trying to communicate this with. Oh, yeah. The actual yeah. parent of the kids. The no, one. they're kind of constant battle with themselves. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, so. I, you know, I, I felt bad a lot of times because I'm just, like, I feel like when the kids, and I've told them this, I feel like sometimes when the kids are here, like, I don't, obviously, I don't care, I don't mind at all, like, you feel why would I ever? But then I was like, there's some, I was like, sometimes I feel like when the kids are here, you neglect me completely, like, if I don't even exist. There's days sometimes that he didn't even make me breakfast. And I'm like. You matter now. I, I was I was like but I mean we talked about it but still I feel like those are just small like examples as to, I guess like how the person feels like the person getting like the short end of the stick and then mm-hmm. the person that's literally delivering it. Can I ask a question though? Yeah. Uh, so you know I mean my dad's my dad but like he's also like a step parent to my brother and sister. So like let me ask you how have you adapted or added your parenting stays your parenting style to kids that aren't yours um i always said i never wanted to raise my children or whatever like whoever the way that i was raised with my parents my parents were very strict they were very um they were just very difficult and they were very strict and i always knew that growing up i was always scared and i feel like i could never trust anybody growing up because my mom and my dad would always either punish me or they would rat me out or they just never never made me feel emotionally safe and i said to myself that whatever children i have or again with juan's kids i would never want to make them feel that way so i always treat them the way that i wanted wanted to to be be treated treated when i was younger and i feel like that's what has them trust me so much because they trust me so much because i always make them feel comfortable and I talk to them and I tell them, like, whatever you like. And I always make them feel that what they're feeling is okay, whether it's anger, frustration, happiness, or sadness. And I always make them feel that they have to validate those feelings. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So, like, you're being the parent you wanted to be. Yeah. Nice. Did I take somebody's question? I feel like I took somebody's question. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, you're all good. But, yeah, I think we can move on. Yeah, I have a scenario for you guys. Okay, what's up? So, Julie, first of all, I want to hear from you. <laughs> because Everybody I also hear from know Julie. your temperament. So, picture this. Your significant other leaves you to watch his badass kids. And he leaves, and they forget how to act. What do you do? <laughs> <clears throat> Those badass kids. <laughs> well, you guys know I... I love kids. Like, obviously, I have two god kids. So, like... I never can picture that. I Remember, like, the other day that I asked you, I was just like, do you want kids? And you're like, yeah. And I was just like... What do you... Really? I feel like I can't picture that of you. You I can't have... picture me with kids? You actually wanted to be a mom. Oh, absolutely. So, you know how we're all daddy's girls, right? You know, you have a better connection with your dad. I had definitely have a better connection with my dad. And Julie, 100% has a better connection with her dad. So, I guess we can put ourselves in a parenting perspective. And it's just like, how do you deal or how do you manage with people who i mean with parents who have daddy's girls or um who are mama's boys that's a good like for example for like i know jaslyn for a fact like she's a daddy's girl but i also know that sebas is also a daddy's boy like you know i don't really see them as i guess as close as, as they are with their moms um but i feel like mostly with jaslyn because she's very sensitive um she always wants to spend time with her dad, with her dad. And obviously, she has to divide her time because it's not only just her and her dad. It's her, her dad, and Sebas. So she does feel a certain type of way when it comes down to, like, her dad not spending as much time with her. 
So I guess, like, how do you voice that concern with your significant other? Like, like how like, they're so attached and how you can't get through to them because they're so fixed on that dad? No, as in, I think, like, how do you tell your significant other, like, hey, one child is feeling this way because yes. the other child is feeling neglected or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, for Eli and for Janiah, like, who do you think is more connected to, I guess, their parent, or who do you think, is, I mean, to their mom, or who do you think is more connected to their dad? I know that's probably <laughs> do you a little really hard. want me to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Both parents are connected to the Janiah is more connected to her mom, Eli's is more connected to their mom. Oh. Uh. Okay. So, I, I, mean, I could I use, can... like, Helen, for example. Yeah. Like, both kids are connected to Helen. Like, I feel like Eleni, like, she... I've never really seen her to be a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, like, I feel like they equally love their parents, but, like, when it comes to nighttime and bedtime and even, like, to get ready for school in the morning, it's all Helen. If they're sick, it's all Helen. So it's not really, like, Alex Dad. loves Helen and, like, Eleni loves mm. daddy time. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there should be a balance, though. Yeah, definitely. But I guess it's also, like, I feel like that comes naturally yeah. from the kids. Like, they just... Who you grow up uh, seeing more in your life? I, I don't know. It's not necessarily because everybody always has... Or who they find more nurturing kind of... or something. I don't yes. know. I feel like <clears throat> kids finding their parents, they run to their parents for that specific need that they have. Like, if they're happy they'll go to one parent over if they're sad they'll go to another they choose parent. who to who? go to for every parent so like for example like with miguel like alex will play rough with miguel right yeah but like if he wants to be like cuddled up on and stuff like that he'll run to helen so yeah. i guess it all depends they'll find that parent to fulfill that need <clears throat> so i don't know it's kind of weird i feel like I, I i don't remember growing up i remember like not being as close to my mom or my dad, I feel like I was close to my dad because I know how much he loved me and, like, how much fun we would have together and stuff. But I don't know. I guess it's just, yeah, I guess it just depends on who you feel more comfortable nurturing to. But um, we can move on, actually, to something more funnier. And I actually like this topic, but it's something that Ileana actually brought up. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how kids say the darndest things. It's true. Because <clears throat> kids are brutal. They're too brutal but not necessarily i feel like there's always truth behind what they say yeah but how do you not unfiltered yeah but how do you not take it personally i be taking hella shit personal i guess if you're the step (laughs) if you're the step parent you might take it more personal than if you were the actual parent i hell yeah i take hella shit person i'm just like did i make you cry like i didn't mean to make you cry all because like I couldn't go on. I couldn't go somewhere. Like I felt bad, but I was like, but you, you you can't help but take it personal. So how do you stop that? How do you stop from taking things personal? Because once like, a time, a kid stop taking you it personal. Like, and I'm just like, okay. Like if a kid tells you like you stink, like what do you do? <laughs> I've been told that. Are they like they're around you? <laughs> I've been told that. I'm just like or talking from someone who has to take a shower in two days. If they're around you and they're like, what's that smell? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sebas always does that. <laughs> he be, Yes, he would tell me, he was like, what's that smell? Are you cooking? It smells terrible. And I'm like, <laughs> but I when mean, his dad cooks, dad, I like when you cook. Your steak still smells awesome. Little boy. Read between the lines, Diana. You got to check yourself. Check, I got to check him. What? I mean, yo, I mean, I'm just like, you know what? But you know what I realized? <laughs> like I said before, kids are honest. Okay, and they're unfiltered, but we're too emotional. We know where they're coming from. They don't know how to spare someone's feelings. So they'll just lay it all on the table without knowing what it can really do to a person. But we also have to understand that they're just kids. 
But with that being, with that being said, what would you do if your stepkids say you are not my mom, you are not my dad? (laughs) Julia, I'm gonna let you take this one. Um, (laughs) you're not my dad. I think Julia would start crying. I, I'm like, I'm sorry you feel that way, baby. (laughs) I don't know what I would say. I feel like I would definitely be hurt because it's, Mm -hmm. but it's like I know, like. Or if I want to be a bitch, I'm like, I know I'm not. Like, what do you... I will get into a fight with a little kid. Don't play with me. Um, oh. I don't know. I just... Like, it depends where they say it. If they say it around, like, their parent, I feel like that'll hurt me more because it's like, okay, like, you just humiliated my life in front of... Yeah, you just stabbed me. <laughs> um, but if they say it, like, what well, if I'm babysitting them or something, I feel like that's... Again, I'll just try to find a way to soothe them and like kind of swerve the the comment in a way. How about if you know how kids are brutally honest? Like I said before, what if they uh, overshare and you find out something you <laughs> didn't know? So if they spill some tea about your significant other that you didn't know, and you're just trying to drag oh, it out. Daddy more. was on the phone last night with who? So was he on the phone with his gynecologist? Wait, a guy. (laughs) What do you do? Girl. Hold on. Drink that coffee, girl. Let me tell you guys. When me and Juan were dating, right? And I already knew the kids, like again, he was introducing me as their as their friend. Mind you, me and Juan were already dating. They were like, you know, Juan was like, oh, guys, like, what do you think we should do? Should we go to, like, the circus or something? Or should we go to, like, a museum? And then I was just like, I was just like, oh, yeah, like, that's, I'm, I'm down, let's go. Like, I don't care. And then all you hear is the kids in the back saying, oh, but, Daddy, we already went to that museum or that certain, the circus. And then I was just like, oh, you guys did? I was like, I didn't know that. And then she was like, yeah, we went with that girl that, 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 that Daddy was talking to last time, the girl with the curly hair. And I was just like. And I knew exactly who they were talking about. And I was just like, oh, my God. It's like, yeah, that was daddy's girlfriend. When I tell you that I was like. Kids are not loyal. I was like, and all you see is Juan's face just like. Turning red. What? And then I was just like, so who was it? And he was like, you already know who. And I was just like. Because then at that point, you can't even hide it anymore. Dude. I, and then mind you, he this like, obviously, like. <clears throat> no, mal- like, no, like, malintention or anything like that, but this was told to me so many times throughout our relationship that until Juan was just like, you need to put a stop to it. Like, not me, him, like, obviously to his kid. Like, stop saying that because this person is not involved in our, in our life anymore and, and now it's Diana. Mm-hmm. But hearing that, imagine how I felt. Not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, but multiple times I have heard this happen. So... Yeah, kids, they don't really have a filter. And like you said, like, maybe I was just too emotional. Because I would go with the, the flow. Like, if a kid says, like, oh, yeah, daddy. Oh, now I do. Daddy went here with uh, this girl. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, I'd feel like I'd make it so awkward for my significant other to, like, drill <laughs> oh. a hole in their forehead. Like, keep oh, the conversation yeah. going with the kid. That's exactly what I did. I was just like, oh, really? Like, did you guys have fun with her? She's like, yeah, she brought her kid. And I was just like. Oh, so you guys were a family. That's so nice. Oh, I was going in. I had. Oh, I did not so care. Petty. I did not care. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <clears throat> but let's switch it up really quick. Um, so with the kids being around you and everything, and like after a certain time, do you feel like you would be, you would prefer being called mom down the long run, or do you feel like you would always want to be called, like by your first name? Definitely calling by my first name. 
I feel like I'd <laughs> like mom down the down the line. So just thinking about how the actual mom would feel, like if I were the actual mom and I found out my kids were calling somebody else mom, I would definitely feel away. So I think I'd come up with like a cute name or something. Uh, mama? No, no, mama. <laughs> no. I'd come up with a cute name or something that's like... Uh, and but inside for me and the kids for them what to call if me. those kids never really had a mom present so again if they don't really have Ooh. a relationship with the mom and they're not present then if that happens organically and if they decide to call me mom then that's fine but i'm not gonna tell them call me mom like i'm just gonna leave them to it yeah i want them to call me whatever is comfortable with them but also what's comfortable with me so if they call you you're gonna be cool with it <laughs> I'd be like, only your daddy can call me that. I'd be like, no. We're cutting that part out. We're cutting that part out. Uh, um, So let's switch it up and talk about boundaries really quick. Um, What do you do if there are no boundaries between, like, the baby mom, baby mom, baby dad, um, and your significant other? Mm. I'm going to let you take the lead on this, Indiana. So if there's no boundaries, I would make sure that we're going to create some boundaries right now. We're not, this isn't a trio, okay? We're not in, in a poly relationship. This relationship is between me and you. So we need to figure out what's going to work between us two without entertaining somebody else. I don't know. That's just me. I feel like it's up to the parent between in the triangle. So, like, if it's a guy, right, it's up to him to create those boundaries for both women, if that makes sense. Like, obviously, everyone has to put their part in, but I feel like it's up to the guy to be like, well, you know, this is my girlfriend now, so this needs to be respected, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like those boundaries need to be created by the, I guess, if we look at a triangle, like the top of the triangle and then, like, the two. The branches? Uh, yeah, the branches. The legs? Oh, okay. Yeah, the legs. <laughs> but I feel like it shouldn't be up to the the partner, not the partner, to, like, the person that you're in a relationship with to create them. That should be initiated by the, the, the father, the mother. Yeah, that or, should have been there even before yeah, anything like, started. Yeah, like, why wait right yeah, there? Yeah. Why yep. wait until something is said? But if I, they're not said, then yes, I feel like it should be up to that person, no, in my opinion. Mm-mm. I am not entering a relationship that doesn't like have boundaries at all. I want to enter that relationship knowing the fact that my my boyfriend um, and his baby mother are completely co-parenting have boundaries know that he can't overstep that boundary and that she can't overstep that boundary so that way when i come into the relationship there is no freaking baby mama or or baby daddy you shouldn't technically be coming into anything because it's two separate things well i'm coming into his life no i'm saying you shouldn't be coming into like their (laughs) yeah no because he should be able to keep them separate 100 percent. so i am not yeah i am not going into a relationship like oh you know i have issues with my my baby mom like i don't want to enter that relationship because that right there i've seen it so happen so many times absolutely not you figure out your shit once you guys figure it out your shit then you know what i can come in but if not they haven't like they haven't passed but i feel like i'd feel a way if they didn't initiate it like do you not care about me enough to set these boundaries for yourself without me saying something but that's just me and rant (laughs) (laughs) well let's get into our last question Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of like a side question and we're gonna bring it back to baggage um so what happens if your baggage is over 50 pounds is this a joke (laughs) 
You know what you gotta do? I think Julie's favorite. If you're if your pack if your package. If your baggage <laughs> if your ba- I hope nobody's package is over fifty pounds. That doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> so to end everything, I just have one last question for you guys. If your significant other's child confides in you with something that nobody else knows and they're trusting you. Would you tell your significant other or does this stay just between you guys? I think I'd tell my significant other only if it affects the child, like physically, mentally, their ability to progress in life. So like educational wise, health wise, um, something for their growth. I feel like at that point I do need to tell my significant other if it's something like, oh, I did really bad on a test or oh, I like this little girl, this little boy in school. I feel like that's maybe not so important. Well, maybe the test part, yeah. But, like, something like, you know, they're discovering on their own, like, mm-hmm. really personal or emotional or feeling. If it yep. doesn't affect them directly in their personal growth, then I feel like I shouldn't communicate that because they're confiding in me to tell me. Yep, I agree with Julie on that. A hundred percent, I agree. And so do I. And I think in that relationship, you want them to find a best friend and also a parent. So I think that's super important. But to wrap things up, we want to end things with a rule of life. So today's is simple. It's don't overpack. And that's it. And scene. Close captions. <laughs> Lights off. Lights off. Cameras off. Action. Sound on. Boop. Oh. <laughs> really, dude? <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thank you guys so much for joining our podcast. Um, so we look forward to talking to you guys very soon be on the lookout for our instagram our podcasts and yeah everything else so guys we're tuning out i'm diana i'm julie and i'm eliana <laughs> so bye guys bye but you're telling me i'm just a friend you're telling me i'm just a friend oh baby you oh baby you got what i need got what i need but you say i'm just a friend say i'm just but a friend